Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about native web components. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, how do you, what do you think about native web co components and how do you feel uh, they are going to affect our work processes when they're supported in all the major browsers? So the short answer is, I think that they are very important. But I also would like to state that I, if I'm not mistaken, they have been supported in the native browsers for quite some time. It's the web components are not a new thing. They have been around for, for quite a while. So the reason why I state that I think that these things are, these are important is because I would like to see the same trend for web components come along as it did for the query system that we have in the browser. You may realize that, you may know that today in pretty much any browser, you can do something like document query selector and things of this nature. And then you can do like find an element and do dot click or dot focus or these different interfaces that we have. It didn't used to, be, it wasn't that way a while back. If you go back a little while, it was actually very inconsistent and quite a lot of people struggled with being able to interact with the DOM and just do basic things that we take for granted today with JavaScript in the browser. Now, one of, if not the most important influencer to how things work today is a library you know as jQuery. So jQuery kind of came along and allowed us an abstraction on top of these different browsers, basically shielding consumer pro, like we us consumers, the programmers, from all of these different deviations in the different browsers and taking, giving us a, a consistent interface. And today, the standard of the browser standard has pretty much, if you ask me, caught up to jQuery. I mean, it's not like you're gonna throw jQuery away anytime soon, but if you start a fresh project today, there's not really much incentive for you to use jQuery. It is really a personal choice at this point because the APIs in the browser and CSS and so forth have caught up to the point where you don't really need it. But I believe that it still ha jQuery still has a relevancy due to legacy reasons and it has influenced things in a very, very positive way. I believe still at a personal level that this is probably one of the, if not the most important library who has ever, that has ever been created in JavaScript. And that's just my opinions on it, right? And for web components, I believe, I hope rather, that the same thing is going to happen. I think that this will happen, but I will touch on why, why I believe and I don't, like I'm not 100% sure because there is one thing that I can see that is going to possibly disrupt that. And the reason why I believe this is very important is because the way that the market is moving right now, the way IT is moving rather, is towards SBAs, single page applications. And the variations in these different frameworks that you have, the top three would be Angular, React, and Vue as an example. They have, they are solving the same sort of problem, but they're doing it in different ways, slightly different ways at least. Well, some will argue fairly different, but anywho. And all of this is, it's great that they came along because we really needed 
to be able to create a new level of application. More sophisticated web experiences are now possible through SBAs. It's experiences that was almost impossible or very hard at least to produce in jQuery because jQuery wasn't really designed to solve this problem. It was designed to solve another sort of problem. So with SBAs coming along, we, will, we have started to see like a, an entropy or a diversity in the different workflows. My hope is that the web components will start to get influenced by these different frameworks and we will build up the standard to a point where it's not really needed to have React or Angular or Vue in your project. You can simply use the native APIs and have, your own, have a productivity level that is equal to that of these frameworks. The reason why I think this is useful is because a standard, and a very a well working, well thought out standard, that is consistent across all browsers and gives you one single way of doing something as opposed to, I don't know how many JavaScript frameworks we have these days, but it is a lot, is in my opinion, the way to go. Standardization is the best thing forward for pretty much all of the community in here in IT. So I think that the only framework right now, JavaScript library, call it whatever you want, that is trying to do this exact thing, trying to push web components in, into popularity is Polymer. So although I will never tell you that, oh, you should go and learn Polymer because it is the best because I am committed to never, ever, 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 pushing my own value system, like just things that I think are fun on you, trying to tell you that this is the thing you should be learning and it's going to give you great success in, in, the, in the workplace because there's quite a lot of other people out there who's gonna pretty much lie to your face. And I won't do that. I will state to you very plainly that although I, I wish Polymer was more popular than React and Angular and Vue and so forth, I really do wish that because I believe that the approach, the, what Polymer is trying to do is to be a very thin wrapper on top of the native standards and trying to push us towards that standard. I believe that that is a very noble ambition and I wish that there was more success with that, with this, um, this idea, but that's simply not true. If you invest into Polymer today, it's, uh, it's more of an emotional reason than it is a logical one because the logical reason would to be to invest into Vue, Angular or React, one of the bigger ones where pretty much all of the industry is using these things. And that is a little bit sad, I think, because I do believe that we, I, I hope we will get there. Now, the reason why I am hoping, I'm not saying that we're gonna get there, because I, I mean, when in the days of jQuery, I knew, and pre, I think pro, most people knew, except for the JavaScript haters who thought that everything was gonna crash and burn, so burn, of course, but most people knew that at some point the browser wars were going to end and we were going to get some type of standard because even, I mean, the vendors themselves are under pressure to keep things in sync and so forth. And just having a functioning ecosystem where people can build the, uh, like build their experiences in a fairly consistent way is, in, is very important for the browser vendors as well because if you're one of the least, less popular browsers, you might find yourself in a situation where people just don't care about your platform because you can keep up with the more successful competitors, right? But the thing that could disrupt this, the reason why I don't think it's a good idea for you right now to, for professional reasons to go into web components is number one, they are 
they are not as adopted as the main frameworks. And the second thing is that it is a possibility. I'm not saying that this is going to happen. I'm simply stating that there is one thing that could happen, and that is that WebAssembly became, becomes this great success. Now, we haven't seen that mass adoption type of thing, this explosive type of adoption that you saw with Angular and then when React came, like in, in those days, which is pretty much what happened. But it, this has the potential to do a similar sort of thing. But it also, I mean, I'm just going to raise my hands and say, there is also a possibility that this goes the exact same route as WebGL, which is that, all right, this was this exciting idea, and this is what I've said in some other videos, guys. Just because something becomes a trend on the blogs and people go and tech talk about it and then you get excited about it doesn't mean that the whole world just goes over to that thing because there's there have been many of these sorts of trends that have come and they have gone again. And some people still of course go and, and talk about it as if there's just as relevant as everything else, but they're not. And WebAssembly is not. WebAssembly is at this point for most of the industry a curiosity, a cool thing, just as Web WebGL used to be and in some fashion still is. But if it were to get to that point where this becomes this explosive type of thing, it has the potential to change the way that we do work on the web. That doesn't necessarily mean that web components just become useless, but it might shift focus from them towards this sort of technology. And if everybody were to start to build websites with WebAssembly, quite a lot of the way that we use JavaScript, like most of the way, most of the techniques and like pretty much all of that would just basically be structured in order to allow you to use WebAssembly on the web. So what I want you to take away from this is that I believe that web components are an important concept. I don't think it's a good idea for you to invest into them today because it's way too early. The major brands, Web, um, Angular, React and Vue, are the way to it. These are this. These are the standards at this point. These are the things that are, for career purposes, the best investment for you. I wish that Polymer was more successful than it is because I believe that going towards standards is a very, very good thing. And lastly, I will say that the only reason I believe I might think that web components will not become the norm at some point is because we have some things such as WebAssembly that could actually change the entire way we do work on the web. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but we need to at least humor the idea until the popularity cools down to such a point that something else comes along and now everybody's excited about that thing. Have a great day.